Hi, I'm Indra Flack. I'm a portrait photographer. So, kind of in other words, I snap racing drivers. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Hello and welcome to the Driven Chat Podcast with me, John Markar and... Rachel. I was going to sing it then. Rachel Dale. I'm not going to sing. I couldn't tell if you were going to sing or if you were just going to do a really... Almost like one of those voicemail things. <laughs> After the tone, please state your name. Rachel Downey. Rachel Downey. Um, yeah, I was going to sing, but that's not. Well, Nobody needs that. On behalf of everyone listening, yeah. thank you for not singing. Pleasure. Pleasure. I mean, I, that's very mean. You might have an amazing singing voice. I very. I, I, I went to dance school. And, um, which is not which is singing. not singing, but we all had like professional singing classes, and they had to make a bottom group just for me. I'm that Stop bad. Stop it! I've, honestly, I'm horrendous. Like I've paid to try to get this voice corrected. I had like after school classes. Oh, no, no, I am tone deaf. Oh no! It's a good job. I'm such a lovely person. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to uh, the latest Driven Chat podcast, uh, where this week, as you've seen, that was mean. You are a lovely person. Rachel is a lovely person. If you haven't met her, she is a lovely person, dear listener, I promise you. Um, But we're not here to talk about you or I. We're here to talk about Indra Flack, who is a brilliant portrait photographer. We've Mm. spoken to Indra once before. We had her on one of our collection episodes from Sleeping With Art that we Mm. recorded uh, earlier this year. And we thought, well, we enjoyed speaking to Indra so much. She has some great stories and she's working on a couple of really exciting projects and really exciting, a book that's going to be launched at the Goodwood Festival of Speed in 2023. So that's next year. And uh, we thought, well, Rather than trying to cram everything into a small 15, 20-minute chat, let's let's get her back and have a proper chat. Uh, so that's exactly what we've done. And we've had Indra in our little studio today. We've been exploring her work and exploring her career and how she got it all started. It's been a rather nice chat, hasn't it, Rach? And also very inspirational as oh. well. I like how she discovered, obviously I'm not going to ruin anything, but discovered her love and ability for photography. Yeah. And... Just went with it. I think that's like for a lot of careers. You just mm. kind of, I mean, we, I wing it. But you just <laughs> go, you just, yeah, it just happens sometimes organically. Yeah. So, yeah, she was a very lovely lady. Yeah, she yeah. was, she was, she was. But we thought we'd say a very quick hello before Hi. we dive into that conversation, as we sometimes like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's us doing that. Yeah. We've done it now. Very well. So we'll just stop talking. You can, you can hear the, the little jingle music playing in the background. Mm. Uh, but enjoy this little chat with Indra Flack, portrait photographer to motorsport superstars and more. And then what we'll do is, uh, as we have done, again, a bit of a habit, we'll come back to you at the end with some parish notes and some observations and some calls to action. So um, speak to you in a bit. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. We're recording this at the end of a week, a very long, mm. busy week. And uh, yeah, I've got that that Friday feeling, which of course means nothing to the listeners if they're listening to this on the day it comes out, because it's come out on a Monday. But I've got the Friday feeling. I'm feeling relaxed. Yeah, 
I'm feeling I'm happy. I feel like I'm wrapping up a busy week, which is a nice feeling. Our listeners will be very happy that, you know, you've got the Friday feeling. That's what they'll be thinking. That's it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately. John's okay. That's all that matters. Yeah. (laughs) As long as I'm happy. We're good to go. Not at all. Yeah. No. Um, All good with you? You've had quite a busy time as well? Very good. Very good. Um, I have had a busy time, but also my other half's had his 40th. So I've just been celebrating Perfect. The last few days. Well, there we go. That's uh... yeah, yeah. I could have made it more worky, but no, no. Well, that's fair enough. Thanks, yeah. John. So you're nursing a gentle fortieth birthday hangover. Yeah, very much nursing. Very good. Well, well. Fortunately <laughs> for us, <laughs> we are joined in our little Coventry Corner studio uh, by an additional voice this week, and it's a voice that we're welcoming back onto the podcast. And that's Indra Flack. Indra, welcome back to the Driven Chat podcast. Hello. Happy Friday. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> happy Friday slash whatever day you're listening to this episode. Yes. Happy day. Yes. Happy, to, happy day. If you're you. listening on a Monday, happy Monday. Hope ha- you had a lovely weekend. Yes. There you go. See, we could cover all bases. Good work. Good morning, like good it. evening, good afternoon. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah absolutely. Happy Christmas. <laughs> yeah, happy Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> um, so, Indra, I mean, we last spoke to you at the wonderful Sleeping With Art event. That was back in uh, October. 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 Yeah. I was going to say September. Yeah. October, yeah. Um, and we thought, you know, we had a, a short chat with you really in the grand scheme of things whilst talking to lots of other people at the event. And we thought there's there's no way we can let you go without <laughs> having a longer yeah. chat, without diving yes. further into the amazing portfolio of work that you've done and hearing some more of the amazing stories that you have. Um, but I think even in that time, you know, we're recording this early December now, you've been quite busy since we last seen each other, haven't you? Well, yes, I've done another couple of drivers and I've been scribbling away trying to finish book things and things <laughs> like that, which I'm rubbish at writing. So that always takes me forever. But um, yes, I've photographed another two drivers, one of which I met at Sleeping With Art, which is Great. fantastic. So it's a really nice connection because Renata's absolutely mm. brilliant mm. and uh, is very supportive of the project. So it's just really nice that I've got that you know, di- absolute direct connection now to yeah. Sleeping With Art, which was lovely. So that was um, Jodie Sloss, which always sounds like you're drunk when you say her name. <laughs> yeah, Jodie yeah, Sloss, yes. Yeah, which is lovely because she's only started racing this year. Okay. Yes. So I can say to people now, uh, great British racing drivers from Sterling Moss to Jodie Sloss. Brilliant. So it's kind of one of the oldest drivers who's done everything to Jodie, who's very, very new and yeah. just started. So it's perfect. Of course. Yeah. And it must be fascinating from your point of view. As a, as a portrait photographer, I guess there's a great element of conversation when you meet these drivers, finding out what they're like. And, and do you tend to find once you've got a bit more of their personality out of them, they become a, a, an easier yes. subject to photograph? Yes, yeah. Because Jodie, when I was speaking to her, I was saying, right, just tell me sort of how you got to this point. Mm. And she said, the first thing she said was, oh, I used to be an eventer. And I was just like, ding, picture, (laughs) horse, rearing up, you know, bareback because you can ride. She's got this beautiful, long, blonde hair. So I'm thinking black horse oh lloyd's bank horse yeah. other banks are available <laughs> um 
Lloyd's Bank horse, Jodie on race suit. Yeah. So within the first five seconds of talking to her, I had the picture. Wow. That's amazing. Um, and... Uh, and we just did that the other week, which amazing. was amazing. Yeah, really amazing. And is that how you create these pictures by talking to your your subject? And you know, just the moment you get that that light bulb moment, you yes, know, it could be what they, you know, their 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 history, their hobbies, their something they've done very famous in their careers. Is that how how that's you do exact? It? That's exactly how it happens. It doesn't always happen. Because some people don't have that sort of defining yeah. thing that that makes the picture. They have lots of defining things, but it doesn't necessarily work mm. in a picture. Or we can't go to wherever, Le Mans, or mm. wherever, something somewhere exotic. So it just depends. And then it depends whether you can actually do that mm. um, yeah. or not, you know, Sometimes you have these bright ideas and there's no way you're going to be able to. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know, um, uh, skydiving and all that kind of stuff. So there's, there's, but generally that's how it happens. And we were lucky with Jodie's picture because we were able to do it. But again, it was all sort of, it was all luck because I'd, I'd had this, this idea for the picture, Jodie said, yep, yeah, that'll be great. I can do the bareback thing. Because I said, if we can do bareback and no bridle, no tack on the horse at all, mm. that would be great. And she yeah. said, yep, yeah, no problem. Wow. And um, But if you want to have a horse rearing up, you have to have a trained horse. Because as lots of horsey owner people said to me, nobody wants their horse to be rearing up. So yes, unless they're trained, they won't. They won't do it on command. Yeah. Um, so then I was thinking, oh, so where do I get a trained horse from? <laughs> yeah. You know, well, you kind of Google it. Well, yeah. well, you can, well, you can, can actually, yeah. and, and companies come up because they they supply the film industry and yes, photographic show, yeah. show, you know, and things. So, so I emailed um, Goodwood and just said because. Um, as we established in the last podcast, my other half used to assist yes. uh, the Duke of Richmond when he was a photographer. So we got in contact with him because he'd done a shot uh, with a with a horse like that. So we emailed him and said, where did you get the horse from? <laughs> and he, he gave me the thing. But they, they were, you know, proper hire the horse mm. thing and of course I've got no budget and my budget would have got me about a hoof so um and they were very helpful but we and then also with Jodie trying to coordinate that because they were in Hertfordshire and trying to coordinate with her coming being down and mm. all that kind of stuff mm. and it just didn't work so she said to me well I'm I'm in Liverpool I knew she was in Liverpool most weekends so I just phoned up random stables in Liverpool <laughs> said you don't happen to have a horse that can do this do you really? and the second person really? I phoned said yes I know somebody who's got a horse and it's a Lloyds Bank type horse wow um and he's lovely he's 20 years old so he's very gentle yeah. and he was trained to to do that That's and the first person I rang didn't answer the phone and the second person I rang, this is a quarter to five on a Friday 
afternoon, <laughs> I decided that I was going to phone these people. Um, and the second person said, yeah. And she phoned her friend. She phoned a friend um, who had the, the who owned the horse. And she said, yeah, yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Amazing. And they yeah. were 10 minutes away from where Jodie stays at the weekend. Incredible. So it, that incredible. worked out. Yeah. Heike was was the horse. He was absolutely beautiful. Diane, who owns him, brilliant, mm. brilliant lady. Right. And we photographed them at Moss Livery Stables. No way. Yeah. Oh, How brilliant in Moss that? Lane in Formby. <laughs> <laughs> so the famous saying of never work with children or animals, would you say that on that uh, on that report, it's uh, it's a myth, it's absolutely okay? So I guess as long as the horse is 20 years old and well-behaved. It's and well-trained, yeah. yes. Yeah. No, yes, no, it's not a myth, believe me. <laughs> How often do you find yourself in those, those sort of situations where perhaps an idea will come forward and you'll think, oh, that will be great, and then you perhaps get to a point and go, oh, what on earth have I done? Does that happen a lot? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it generally it generally works out and... And it's it is that thing where you just kind of because I I'd emailed a few people and and things like that and just thought there's no way I can yeah. I can do this because these people can't do it for free because they're a bis you know of they've course, all got yeah. to make make a yeah. living as well and I just thought I'd almost sort of thought mm, maybe we can't do that and then I thought. No, I'll just because it's Liverpool and they're all really friendly up there and lovely and <laughs> yeah. what have you. I'll just phone up and see what see what people say, Brilliant. and and it just it just happened that it worked out, yeah. and and it worked out that I could also photograph Joseph Loke, Aha. because he was in Macclesfield, so we did him on the way home, so it all Great. worked out very well. <laughs> that fitted in wonderfully. It did. So how long does it take from? The the idea, the conception, how long then does it take for you to plan to create until the shoot day? It That just depends mm. on what we're trying to achieve. Mm. I think Jodie's, Jodie's really didn't take that long once I got my act together got and, and got the <laughs> fan the horse. Um because I'd said to her, you know, when are you free? When can you do it? And and luckily, Diane and Heike were free. So um, that all worked out really well. Once I'd made that phone call on the Friday, by Friday, by two hours later, it was all sorted sort of thing. Yeah. Right. So so sometimes it comes together. But then that had taken me a few weeks to get to that point. Mm. But I wasn't working on it absolutely solidly. You know, it was yeah. just... Every now and again, I was thinking, right, I must arrange Jodie's shoot. And then we were waiting for Joseph also to finish his season. Um, so because I knew they were going to be close together. So I wanted to try and um, do it on the same trip. Mm. Um, so it it just depends. And then when you've got... Certain drivers. <laughs> it takes years. <laughs> what is the longest time? So, in that, in oh, with that, and it, does that come down to locations or schedules? No, or? that comes down to drivers. <laughs> Just being racing drivers, being hopeless and organising <laughs> their life outside of racing uh, because they're so busy. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not a priority on their their list, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the longest? I think 
four years. Really? Wow. Are we allowed yes. to know who that is? <laughs> oh, the lovely Dario. Ah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mr. Frankiti. Yes, yes. And it was just... But he's not the only one. Yeah. You know, there were lots of others. Andrew Jordan was another one, which... It, it, I mean, it all becomes a standing joke with them all. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. And, um, and you sort of... But Dario was... Um, he was one of the very first drivers that I asked. Mm-hmm. And I... When I very first started, as I explained in the, in the last podcast, because I'm not motorsport, I didn't yes, really right. know, apart from the, you know obviously famous drivers, who to who to ask. So Paul had said to me, go and base yourself in the top paddock mm-hmm. at, at the Festival of Speed and go and speak to Bruce Jones and he'll tell you the less obvious drivers to you yes. who you need to speak to. And Bruce was brilliant and has been brilliant all the way through. And he said, oh, well, Dario Franchitti is, is great and he's just come up. Um, the hill cut, and there he is. So I, you know, bowl over to Darry and go, hi, Dario, <laughs> thinking he doesn't know me from Adam. He's of never course, seen me yeah. before. So I'm doing this project, I explained all the project, um, and, and I'd love you to be in it as a as an indie car and um, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I can't sorry. think. Yes, whatever. I can't it's think. Okay. Yes, yeah. indie car. Oh, and I had a great... Great conversation with him about concussion and word ah. loss. <laughs> I learned so much from him. Um, so, and he was sort of, he didn't say no, but he didn't say yes. He yeah. kind of looked at my car, put it in his pocket and kind of thought, okay. And I'm making facial things here and I keep forgetting it's on the podcast <laughs> and you can't see me. Um, so, so it then took me, I think it was three years to get a yes out of him. Wow. Oh, that's patience from you. I'd well, be like, nah. If you, if you talk to Andrew Jordan, that's persistence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I always say, oh, yes, Andrew, I'm really patient. He said, no, 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 you're just really persistent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's so, true. Um, so I just, um, every Goodwood, he was there. I just said to him, Daria, picture. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And sort of he'd walk off and what yeah. have you. Mm. And then I was talking, um, I was in the in the gathering area at Revival, I think it was, and he was talking to Stuart Graham. And I'd just done okay. Stuart Graham's picture and we'd had a brilliant time with Stuart and Margaret because they, mm. they're, they're really good fun. And the Stuart picture is the one of his in his leathers with his race suit on over the top and he's, he said, oh, yes, and then I can lie on the sofa it's like, yes. okay, Stuart, that's, yeah. that's great. But it was really good because he got the fact that I wanted to do something different yeah. and he really threw himself into it. I mean, mm. it was brilliant. And I'm saying to him, can you just move your arm? And he said, I'm in leathers. I can't. <laughs> and it's like, oh, go on, you can do it. So, <laughs> okay, then. And so he's lying on the sofa. And, and so... He said, oh, show Dario the picture. Great, great. So I got got my phone out, showed him the picture. And at that point, Dario said, yes, I'll do it. So, you you know, yeah. and I, I completely understand because he didn't know me from Adam yeah. and he didn't yeah, know yeah. 
you know, what the project really was about and all that kind of stuff. And he said, no, no, I've got your card on my desk and everything. So he'd kept it, which was good. Um, But then it still took me another year, two years to get a date out of him. Wow. (laughs) That is persistence. (laughs) Well, in the end. Patience of a saint. In the end. Um, cause every time I'd go to him and say, Dario, I need to organize this. And he'd say, yeah, yeah, I've got your card on my desk. It's, it's fine. And then it was get, it, 2018 and the exhibition was supposedly going up at Silverstone mm. in 2019, June, mm. 2019. So I was getting a bit sort of, I really need to get this done. And I knew that if I didn't nab him at revival, mm. members meeting was getting a bit close, mm. you know, to whatever so because I had no contact details from at that point and um so I said to him I'm I'm here I'm going to stand right by you and I'm just going to follow you around till you give me a date or something (laughs) and he went oh and I don't think he believed me and then he moved off and I just followed him around and he went oh okay here's my card (laughs) so I finally got his card and then it took another I don't know couple of months <laughs> to yeah. get a date but we got the date and it was brilliant he was he was great and we just laugh about it every time we see him. yeah <laughs> so it's fine you know it's just um it's just one of those things because they're all so busy and all over the place all the time mm. and and what have you so we get there in the end though but um it's it's quite hard work sometimes yeah <laughs> how how did the world of photography and you first meet is this something that you know as a as a young girl you're always taking photos of things it's do you come from a creative background it's completely by accident and when I I loved art Mm. from being very little I was always drawing and doing Mm. and I I was really lucky because my dad was brilliant at choosing schools that were right for you rather than going you're going there because your sister's gone there or whatever so I went I went to a school that had a really good art bias Mm -hmm. and for O-level art um we did we could do fabric printing and it was just like oh my god this is great which is silk screen printing basically and it was fantastic and I loved it. And I thought, well, this is what I want to do. I want to mm. make fabrics and all. Cause, and I really love sewing as well. So it kind of went together really well. So I did my fabric printing O-level, art O-level, and failed it miserably. <laughs> and it was the only O-level I failed. And I was, I'd gone on holiday down to Devon in a friend's caravan. There were four four girls and we went off on holiday. And uh, so we had to stand in a phone box. This is how old I am. We had to <laughs> stand in a phone box with our 10 P's to phone home when our results came out to see what we'd got. And I was in the phone box and I said to my mum, oh, what, what, you know, how's it? She said, you failed art. I was going, what? I failed. And she said, yeah, I can't believe it. I said, no, that's ridiculous. I'm going to art college. I'd already got my place at art college. Because oh, wow. luckily art colleges don't care whether you get a yeah, little art. Well, yeah. they didn't then. You just have to, they just have to like your work. Yeah, of course. So that was fine. So I already got, so I thought, oh, well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to art college. I've got my place. Went to art college, had a great time. Two-year foundation course. Brilliant, brilliant time. 
and um, always with the view to go off and do a degree in fabric printing. So you go for your interviews and you have first choice, third choice, second choice, third choice. So first choice, didn't get in at first choice, which was Liverpool Mm. um, College. And so then they send off your form to your second choice. Of course, it's all postal then, don't forget. This is pre-email and Mm. all that kind of stuff. Um, And it never arrived my oh. form just disappeared in the Royal Mail, you know, lost forever bag. Mm. Um, so it didn't it didn't appear at Birmingham or my third choice. I can't remember what that was now. So my college rang up and they said, no, we haven't got it. Rang Liverpool. No, we sent it off. And it's like, oh. And so then I was just left. And they said, well, the only thing you can do now is wait till the pool places come out and see oh, what's left. Right. Wow. It's like... And you know, when you're that age, you think, oh, my God, this is a disaster. It's the end of the world, you know. That was worse than failing my art O-level because I didn't have a place Mm. to go to. So I was thinking, oh, no, that's it. I'm I'm doomed. And um, so the pool places came out, and the only two places that did fabric printing were North Staffs Polytechnic (laughs) and Ulster. And I thought... I don't want to go to Ulster, thank you. Mm. I'll go to North Staffs Poly. So I went to the interview, got the place, went there. Um, and it was a really good course because it was called a multidisciplinary design course. So there were 10 different areas and you chose, in the first time, you chose three. So you chose your main area that you wanted to go into and two others that you fancied trying or whatever Mm. so I chose fabric well it was surface pattern in fact their thing which was printing on anything Mm. which I thought oh my god that's even better than just printing on fabric so I was really looking forward to this so I chose photography with it because I thought that goes with you know collecting patterns and pictures and it goes with it really well and I can't remember what the other choice was graphics or something And so you do those in the first term and then in the second term you go into your main area. So I did that, really enjoyed the photography module, went into the surface pattern um, proper after Christmas, absolutely hated it. I was thinking, oh my God, what am I going to do now? I really don't like this. It's not what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually that good at it. I mm-hmm. really don't think this is going to work. So I sort of went to my tutor and went, uh, uh, what am I going to do? And he said, don't panic. Go into photography because you really enjoyed that. You got much better marks in photography than you did in your surface pattern thing. So go into that. And if you if you don't like it, then we'll we'll see. But if you do, then that's fine. And that's how I got into photography. Completely random, out of the blue. So do you think photography is, I used to be a professional dancer and I think, you know, no matter what classes you have, you've either got that ability or you have and you've got that something. Same with acting, same with, I think same with art. You could Mm. teach someone how to paint, Mm. but you've either got the flair or not. Do you think Mm. that's the same with photography? You've either, you can't teach that flair. Yeah, I I think it, I think it is with, as you say, with most things mm. like that, you you can teach people to a certain extent to be good at whatever. But 
I think you can see the difference between somebody who loves it and and has a bit of natural talent, mm. somebody who's been just taught mm. taught it. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. But I didn't know. I had no idea. I always, when I'd taken pictures, I always I had a little Kodak Instamatic. That's, mm. You know. Oh, and the then, good old days. Yeah, and then my brother was in the Merchant Navy and he came, he used to come home with weird and wonderful cameras from all over the place. And so when I was at college, my first camera was a Chinese seagull, it was called. I think it was okay. a Chinese rip-off of a Pentax or something. <laughs> but it... It was brilliant because it had nothing in it, no, no light, no nothing. Yeah. So you had to do everything yourself. It was all completely manual. And that's the best way to learn. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. I find it fascinating now talking to photographers who have exclusively uh, f- completed their career in digital mm. form mm. with a you know, camera that all automatically reads light and yeah. other bits and pieces. Yeah. And I know that on a professional shoot, it's still best to measure light readings and distances and things, but... It's, I always find it fascinating that there's now an entire generation that have no idea mm. of that craft. Mm. Mm. It's, it's still the job. It's the profession they do. Yeah. But if you were to give them that camera yeah. and say, right, go and take a picture in that yeah. semi-dark room, yes. they might not be able to do it yeah. because it is an entirely, yeah. it's like a language almost, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So it was, it was great to learn on something that had nothing on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then at that point, we didn't know anything else. No, of course. Obviously, Absolutely. we're on film cameras, and yeah. you know the whole, the yeah. whole thing. So, where did the portrait side of things come from? Because I know that there, yeah, as a photographer, there's multiple, infinite, different areas of mm. interest. It might be landscape, it might be architecture. What was it about portraiture that came to light for you? Well, it's it was. I was sort of. I knew I didn't want to do still life and mm. things like that mm. because. That's a whole different ball game, and it bored me to death. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assisted loads of different photographers, so I knew what I didn't want to do. Yeah, and I knew I'd done fashion shoots, but I didn't want to do fashion. I'm not a fashiony person. Mm. Um, if you could see me, you'd know that. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. Um, you and me both. Um, but I thought, oh, but people are much, you know, I want to do something with people. And the one of the last people that I, I assisted, Ian Bradshaw, was a people photographer. Mm. Um, and it was it was mad, mm. the things that that we got up to uh, for his shoots. I was just I was just telling somebody the other day, the very first shoot I went on with him was mouse racing. In we went to Ireland, well, an actual mouse, an mouse actual racing. little mouse, and we went to Ireland. We used to do loads of shoots in Ireland. I love it, and because uh, Ian had a house there, so he's always wanted to go to Ireland. So he'd find all these ridiculous things that were going on in Ireland, and we went to this <laughs> pub. He said, "I found a pub, and they do mouse racing." <laughs> so we had to buy. We bought a toy Epsom Derby course. And we had the mice rate for the picture. We're racing around the Epsom Derby course. Incredible. It was just bonkers. Genius. It was, but we had you so peaked. much fun. Yes, I peaked far too early on that. <laughs> we had so much fun. It was brilliant. And, and he taught me how to go into random places and just put lights up and, mm. and get the best out of it. 
And I re- it was really, really good fun. And you'd meet all sorts of people. That was the best bit. You know, you'd never meet the same people twice, which was a bit of a shame sometimes because yeah. some people yeah, were, you know, wondered, brilliant. Yeah. But, but, and you'd do all sorts of people from, you know, just people mouse racing in the back room of a pub in Ireland to John Hurt and, yeah. you know, people like that. And it was just brilliant. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to meet yeah. loads of people like that and mm. photograph them in random places. <laughs> when was that moment you could say, because I, I, again, I, I remember this when I was a dancer, my brother's an actor, when you realise, oh, I'm, this is now my, my, my job. I'm a professional. You know, you don't have to rely on other side jobs to pay the bills. This is mm. your, your career. When was that moment? I'm still waiting for that right, moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. Yes, yeah. <laughs> No, because you do, I never, I don't really think about it like mm. that. It's usually when other people say to me and I think, oh, yes, I've managed to, yeah. you know, feed myself and pay bills and stuff. Mm. So I must be. But I don't really, I don't really think about it like that. But do you still love it as much as well? Yeah. It's, it's, that, it yeah. could change, couldn't it? When yeah. a passion becomes your job, sometimes mm. that mm. that passion goes. But mm. you still love it as much. Mm. No, it's really good fun. But what happens is you you do sometimes, especially if you're doing the same thing, because, mm. I mean, it was it was great. I was working for Woman and Home magazine and I, I did their, um, they had an article called New Direction, which was ladies who had had, you know, high-flying career, well, not necessarily all of them, high-flying careers, and they'd left and set up their own businesses. And um, I did that for quite a long time with them, which was which was great because we got to meet loads and loads of people, the mint mint velvet ladies, um, <laughs> and and all that kind of thing, which is really good good fun. And but then after a while, you just think, oh, I need to do something a bit different now because you you do get into a a sort of routine with it because obviously you're you're shooting to a a brief. And although you're just walking into places that you've never been to and you are having to just create things, um, you just kind of think at some point, right, I need to do something else. And that's why that was the racing drivers that came in at that point. Mm. And that's why I still love photography because that has just been on another level because Mm. it's so different to anything that I did I did before yeah. of course that was, that was one of the things I think I've, I found fascinating in our last conversation was was finding out that really you're not a a, a big motorsport fanatic mm. there was no no background to it which I think adds almost a a magical element to the profession when you're then going to photograph a driver who to millions of people around the world may be idolized you know an absolute mm, legend yeah. you think of the likes of sir sterling moss and even Derek bell you know yeah. five-time Le Mans winner there are hundreds of thousands if not millions of people around the world who know who these people are yeah and may think that if they were given the opportunity to meet them let alone spend yeah. a day with them and yeah. photograph yeah. them they might completely lose their minds and think oh i don't, I don't yeah. know how to manage this but you're going in as a completely yeah. fresh face to you it's just another human being yeah. that's having their photograph taken yeah 
what was the reaction like with meeting drivers of that profile? Because I'm sure there were drivers that, even though you weren't a huge motorsport fan, there were people that you knew, this is a famous person. Yeah. This is a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Did you find that your background not being motorsport focused, did it make life easier for them as a driver, knowing that you weren't going to be a big fanatic and start asking them questions about what happened at Eau Rouge in 1979? You know, they, they were just able to sit there and enjoy mm. it. Was it mm. better for the drivers as well? Um, that's a question you're going to have to ask them. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I hope so. Um, it doesn't. It 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 didn't make any difference to me as such because we've always we've always said because um, because Paul my other half is also a photographer. You meet lots of famous people when you're when you're doing assisting or mm. whenever you're doing your own jobs and things like that. But we always have treated everybody the same mm. whether they're really famous or not it doesn't matter yeah they're everybody's underneath it all they're just a human being aren't yeah, they yeah. so so it it i wouldn't consciously think about that ever mm. um and i would always treat whoever whether it's a five time Lamar, because the the thing is the drivers are so nice anyway and mm. they're such good fun you don't get that sort of oh, it's Sterling Moss or, yeah, or it's, it's yeah. Derek Bell or Nigel Mansell or whoever because mm. they're just so nice when you meet yeah, them. You know, I was going to say ordinary; they're not ordinary, but do you know what I mean? It's yeah, just yeah. like here, sitting with you chatting. It's exactly the same. Mm. So you know, and, and you're ordinary. <laughs> I'm, I'm as ordinary as they can. Yeah. And I'm well, very, so my, very know, happy with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's, it is that thing of just being able to, you just treat everybody the yeah. same, yeah. you know, whether they are in inverted commas, ordinary or not. Yeah. Um, because as I say, from doing the editorial portraits, I was, you're, you're meeting people who are, from lollipop ladies to prime ministers mm. and act famous actors and what have you. And I've always tried to talk to everybody in the same manner. Nobody, yeah. I mean, obviously you, when you meet prime ministers and things like that, you have to be on your best behavior to start with. <laughs> and then the PR people leave the room and then you can, yes, <laughs> then you can really talk to them. But, um, yeah, it's, it's it, I, I, don't like to treat people any differently because mm. they're famous, basically, no, to that's, that's people good. who aren't famous. Because yeah. everybody's, you know, got a story and some people have done amazing things, but they're not famous and that, it course, doesn't, yeah. fame yeah. isn't, you know, it isn't a thing, is it? Yeah. So, um, I like how you've, you, this is on your, one of your websites, it says, your aim is to create an archive for motorsport fans and the general public to enjoy. Who knows, it might even inspire a future driver or two. Mm. Mm. I love that. Is that, do you generally want to inspire a newer generation? Yes, it would be great yeah. if if the pictures, you know, if, if people think, oh, I don't have to come from a motorsport background, mm. I can start, like, like Jodie, mm -hmm. you know, go and um i think she started she um entered the formula woman um yes. competition and won, and won that and she'd got no experience yeah. of motorsport at all so you don't have to i mean louise aitken walker mm. absolutely prime example her brothers entered her into the 
Ford find a lady rally driver competition without her wow. even what knowing. A competition, really? Yeah, wow. without her knowing, and she won it. And then she <laughs> was the first Briton to win a world rally championship Fantastic. title. Yeah, and you just think that's bonkers. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But you mention Louise's name to people. You mention her to Dario and she, yeah, Louise is the woman. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you come from if you've got the talent. Yeah. Um, hopefully. But yes, it would be. Yeah, that would amazing. That would just be the icing on the cake. If somebody mm. said, oh, yes, I was inspired because I saw your project and yeah. saw all these drivers who'd done it from nothing kind of thing and yeah, stuff, sure. that would be great. Yeah. yeah. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. Just thinking back to both on that level of inspiring new people and also the array of people that you've met and photographed and talked to. And I know you say that lovely anecdote about the fact that everyone is just a human being underneath it all. They may have a big aura of, of fame and success and a big following around them. But were there ever people that you met either at the beginning of their career where you thought this... There's something special about this person. There's something very, there's a spark here that I think is going to develop and get mm. bigger. Mm. Um, but also, I'd be fascinated to learn as well, were there people that you met perhaps who were further along in their career, but you thought, yeah, this person has a real special star quality about them? Any any people that stand out? Um, when I met Lando, mm. He was 16, I think. So wow. obviously he'd yes. been racing for, you know, but I I didn't know who he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so he was the finalist, one of the finalists for the Young Driver of the Year um, mm-hmm. and obviously won it that, that year. But we, f- we photographed them as a group. Mm-hmm. They were all brilliant and such good fun, but so... <laughs> So trying to control them. <laughs> so you have their picture taken was hilarious. It was just like, oh, good grief. After they'd gone, Paul and I were just like, oh, my goodness me. Because <laughs> they were so excited, but which was lovely, yeah. you know. But you could tell that Lando was sort of, we, we, we said afterwards, we said, well, you know, Lando seems to be the one. Mm. And I was really sort of quite pleased because, as I say, I don't know anything about motorsport or anything like that. But and I just thought, oh, yeah, Lando won. Oh, yeah, that's really great. And then obviously he's in F1 now and what have you. Um, But what's really lovely about Lando is he remembers having that picture taken. Wow. And which and because I was I was just like, well, he won't remember that Mm -hmm. because we we asked him um, a friend of mine has a karting charity in the Bahamas and they were trying to raise money for it. And he said to me, do you think some one of your pictures? <laughs> That's Paul, everybody, <laughs> dropping my phone on the table while he's trying to quietly video us. <laughs> but there we go. <laughs> um, Paul, you're fired. So I said, yes, that I think, the person to ask is Lando because he comes from karting. He's has, has he not got his own karting um, yeah, thing does, now, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. So I said, let's ask Lando because he's young and he's he was the youngest driver in F1 and all mm. that kind of stuff. That I think he'll be good. And so I did my usual thing and nabbed him at the Festival Speed um, 
uh, the top paddock. And I was saying, oh, Lando, you know, would would you mind signing? Do you remember that picture I took of you? It was, and he said, yeah, 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 I know. It's the one um, on the bottom of the stairs at the Grosvenor House Hotel. And I was like, Brilliant. oh my God, Lando, Lando Norris remembers me taking his picture. That's amazing. Because um, he must, you know, meet loads of people and have his picture taken all the time. So that's really, that was really lovely. And he signed the picture for them and they've, they've got it to auction off or whatever to raise money, which was, yeah. which was brilliant. Fantastic. So, yeah. We've got, I'm looking at that photo now because you've very kindly given us a, an iPad with your um, gallery of images on there. And what we'll do, I think, from this conversation, just so for anyone listening that wants to visualise and see these photos, well, the photos that we, we spend a bit of time talking about, we'll mm. put those up on our, our social feeds as well so you can see mm. those on Instagram because it is fascinating yeah. to see them. But, yeah, I love the idea of identifying that star quality they're all looking very dapper in their mm. tuxedos and mm. dicky bows and yeah. things yeah. i was i said to them right what i want you to do is we want cool calm and sophisticated channel your inner bond because you're in <laughs> djs and what have you yeah well cool calm and sophisticated was <laughs> <laughs> quite a challenge <laughs> If I'd said excitable like little kittens, yeah. that would have been fine. Yeah. But they did, they did eventually calm down enough. But but Lando all the way through, although he was, seemed to be having a good time, was very sort of he he was about the only one channeling his inner bond. I think. Great, <laughs> it's brilliant. And what about that? Um, the follow up to to my question with the somebody that had perhaps been in the industry for a long time or career. It doesn't have to be a racing driver, actually. It could be anyone else that you mm. photographed that mm. you thought actually, you know, there is there's something about this person, mm. some sort of star quality. I don't I don't know really. I think I think I think a lot of the time because I'm so concentrating on what I'm trying course, to do, yeah. I'm not really thinking about it mm. too much. And obviously, the I mean, there's 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 people, I mean, Jackie Stewart is just, you know, mm. but you know he's a star mm. anyway sort yeah. of thing or an icon or, or whatever and Sterling Moss and yeah. John Surtees. But, but they are very approachable and normal to talk to. Mm -hmm. And I think that actually is what star quality is, Yeah, is being approachable to people at at events when you're there to be approached, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, and being able to talk to anybody, mm. I think that actually is is star quality mm. sort of thing. People who are sort of like, oh no, I can't, you know, yeah. and you just think, oh, well, just remember that on the way down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So politeness costs nothing. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So do you get drivers now coming up to you saying? Will you photograph me? Yeah, please take my picture. Um, no. <laughs> Not really, no. Um, may, maybe younger, yeah. younger, younger drivers have followed me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But I don't know whether that's because, you know, or whether that's just because I've spoken to, you know, racing, yeah. uh, well-known racing drivers. No, there's, there's nobody's actually come up to me and asked me, um, can I be in the project? Mm. Yeah. Yet. There's always time. <laughs> always time. And do you think you'll stay, like, <clears throat> do you think you'll maybe move to other sports? Or has the world of racing just captured your it would, heart? 
it would be nice. Yeah. Well, I'd love to do cycling because mm. I like, I, I'm quite, again, I'm not a fanatic, fanatic, <laughs> fanatic yeah. um, but I enjoy watching cycling. And mm. obviously Chris Hoy is <laughs> mm. just brilliant. And I remember seeing him at Goodwood um, and it was just after the Olympics, yeah. after the, after they'd done the Olympics, 2012 Olympics, and he was phenomenal in that. And I remember, and I'm not, I don't get starstruck very often, mm. but I thought I want to say to Chris Hoy how enjoyable it was. Mm. And, and he's right there. Yeah. So go over to him and just say it was absolutely fantastic watching you at the Olympics. That's what I want to say. And weren't the 2012 Olympics brilliant? Mm. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> I went up to him and I just went, oh, I think you're really brilliant. <laughs> classic <laughs> classic yeah. and he just looked at me and he said yeah the olympics were great well oh, thank god for that and that's star quality yeah that yeah. is absolute yeah. star quality and he was brilliant and i spoke to him oh i think it was revival uh mm. last year or the year before or whatever whenever it was and i said to him I must just apologise for rocking up to you and going, oh, I think you're brilliant. He said, no, no, that's absolutely great. I loved that. <laughs> he said, you can tell me that as much as you like. <laughs> so, so, so it's become a bit of a standing joke now when I see him going, oh, you're really brilliant. <laughs> you're very good at creating a niche for yourself. I think the pe when you look at people that do really well at a certain career, they've and you haven't done this intentionally at all, but you've created, there wasn't necessarily a, portrait motorsport photographer not one I think of it's normally mm. the cars at a race mm. and you've created that niche mm. and now you're saying mm. you want to go into cycling you're mm. creating a new mm. niche mm. which gives a person longevity mm. well hopefully I mean that it, it's just that thing of I could go on photographing racing drivers forever because obviously there's always new drivers yeah. coming up and I haven't even done all the ones that I would need to do, really, yeah. you know, that are already established and, and what have you. Yeah. Um, but the cycling thing would be lovely because I, in 2014, I think it was, um, went to Ride London mm. and I got um, introduced to a team through a friend who, who knew them, um, Matrix Pro, women cyclists, cycling team and Laura Trott was in that okay. that team and she's lovely she's mm. so funny and uh, we went to a lot of their launches up in Manchester and things like that so photographed the girls there yeah. and think and and did that kind of thing and it was great and so it would be lovely to go back to that mm. and mm. and do Great British Cyclists yeah. which is why I then spoke to Chris Hoy again because yeah. I thought oh that would be He'd be ideal because I was wondering whether I could put him in Great British Racing Drivers because of his story. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, mm, I'm not sure about I'm not sure whether yeah. I can or not. Um, but certainly, obviously, he'd be in Great British Cyclists. Yeah. But it would be fantastic to do to do that one, I think, because yeah. there are again, there are 
many more than I think people probably realise. Oh, completely. Yeah. And there's a good crossover, actually, between yeah. motorsport and cycling. Yes, I think of a lot true. of drivers yes. that yeah. have gone on to yeah. do cycling yeah. and, and use it as a hobby. You know, Damon yes. Hill is a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. We, we exactly. We recorded the podcast yeah. with him quite some time ago. Yeah. He said, you know, he's got more interest now in getting yeah. on a bike than he has yeah. getting in a racing car. Yeah. And, of course, and Jensen. Yes. With his, yeah. his um, range of clothing. And, mm. and a lot of them, as you say, do it as a hobby because we photographed uh, Elvin Evans mm-hmm. on his mountain bike, you know, and things like that. So they've all got they've all got bikes, yeah. you know, and and what have you. So yeah, yeah, it would be a good. I'd really enjoyed doing that as so well. It'd be mm. really good fun. So who? Let's go back to the to, to drivers. Who would you love to photograph that you haven't? Who's out there that you're you would love, and you've already maybe even thought of how you would like them to be photographed. Lewis, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's the obvious one. And what would you do? What kind of shoot would you do with Lewis? I don't I don't actually know. I've had lots of ideas. Okay. The very first idea was the obvious one, just him and his dog. Um yeah. because he just loves that dog, doesn't okay, he? Yeah. You know, Rocky. yeah. Um and and but that's been done so mm. many times now. Um and then I was thinking because he loves his skydiving, and I thought, oh, get him in a wind tunnel. Because I for ah, great for yes. Great British Hobby, I photographed I photographed uh, a lady who did skydiving, and we did her in a wind tunnel, mm-hmm. and it was great fun. It was really really good. The magazine hired the wind tunnel for half an hour because it, it was so expensive. Mm. But we got about an hour and a half because the instructors were having such a good time. She was a very good-looking girl, and uh, <laughs> and I said, and and you can only you can only be in there for two minutes at a time, right? And then you have to jump out. And this is one of these ones with a big fan at the bottom that blows yeah. you up. You're almost like in a big test tube. Right? Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And so I said, well, when she jumps out, the instructors, if you all jump in, we'll do some pictures of you. Mm. And then we did that. And once I'd got my picture of her, I said, right, get her in with you and we'll do some for your social media, you know. And it was great. And we were there for an hour and a half. Really? <laughs> it was brilliant. Wow. Um, I didn't get to get, have a go. That was the, the only thing, yeah, <laughs> uh, which would have been really good. But... Yeah, so I've had lots and lots of ideas yeah. for him. But I think if I ever get to do him, it will just... Be, and also, because Lewis is so creative himself, mm. I'd like to know what he would like. Yeah, get his input. Yeah, because I'm sure he'd come up with something really, really good as well. Mm. And it's really lovely when you get the driver's input, mm-hmm. because that really is them then. Yeah. And yeah, that's absolutely. that's kind of what you're, what you're striving for. Yeah. So... I haven't got a set plan. It will just be whatever if mm. I ever get to, to do him because I'm sure it'll be a 30-second shoot or whatever, you know. Yeah. So you have to be... But almost, you could... You, I mean, you don't have to do much with him. Cause no, he just that's looks, right. He's... He just looks fab all the time, which yeah. is really sickening. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know... I love the idea of him, one of his iconic race suits, free-falling. Just yeah. Think, yeah, it would just be I'd wonderful. Be, yeah. wouldn't it? We should steal that idea, John. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do, do it first. Yeah, you have, my we'll iPhone. get there. Copyright in the yeah. flag. <laughs> IP is, is, yeah. uh, has been vocalised. There we are. Shots. I have witnesses now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's the, and there's lots of other, obviously, uh, not-so-obvious 
drivers that mm. I haven't done that I would like to mm. do who because you've put me on the spot now I can't <laughs> yeah. think of their names but yeah, yeah. you know there are lots on my list yeah. that I haven't managed to to do yet um who I'd love to love to do so Davina Galitza is one of them okay I'd love to do her because yeah. I met her at W series and we were going to we were going we got it all sorted um because she lives in America so we got it all sorted but she'd had far too good a time at her birthday party (laughs) (laughs) and had yes and had to cancel (laughs) (laughs) and then of course we had pandemic so she's not been back but um it would be good to catch up with her at some point yeah and as I say there's there are lots of others on Mm. my list and there's there's up and coming it's just keeping your eye on who's up and coming Mm. and um I haven't managed to do this year's drive young drivers Mm -hmm. because it clashed with um first it clashed with sleeping with art yes and I couldn't I couldn't get to them to do that and then I couldn't get to Grosvenor House on Sunday to do them which is where I've done a lot of them but I didn't want to do Grosvenor House because last year's I did at Silverstone I was trying to get away from Grosvenor House Mm. um, because you're quite limited in where you can do them. So I'm running out of of locations at Grosvenor House. Um, So I don't know whether I'll catch them all together Mm. um, somewhere yet. Mm. But uh, if I can, then I'll I'll catch up with them. Has this given you a, a newfound love for the sport? Is there... Do you find yourself looking at it at Formula One? Yeah, I British touring cars. Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah. British touring cars. We love British touring cars because it's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, some real personality. Yeah, in the dri- well. it's the drivers. They're yeah. just yeah. brilliant, yeah. you know. And um, you have such good fun with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Jason Plato. Uh, yeah. You've got to love Jason. <laughs> he's just... Such personality. He's yeah. hilarious. And his picture was one of those pictures he tweeted my favorite uh meal is a pizza and a pint of lambresco rose Mm. and i was just like ding that's the picture had it in my mind what i was gonna do everything so and jason had already agreed to be in the project and we'd come up with something completely different but then when he tweeted that i thought no that's that's what i want to do Mm. But again, trying to get a date out of Jason is just <laughs> impossible. I ended up queuing up in the autograph queue at Autosport International <laughs> um, so I could actually speak to him <laughs> in front of witnesses. Wow. <laughs> and I got up to him and, they, you know, you get handed a picture that he's going to sign. So I took my picture and I went up to him. And he was signing it. And then he looked at me and he said, you know, you don't want an autograph, do you? I said, no, I want a bloody date. (laughs) So he wrote on the thing, Defo, February. Um, And so he said, right, we'll we'll do it February. So we we actually sorted it out and we went to his house. And it just didn't work at all because his house was far too nice. (laughs) And it just didn't didn't work at all it was awful and I was thinking oh no that's just taken me 
two years, mm. two and a half years to get that date, and I've just blown it completely because that's just dreadful. Yeah. I can't do anything with those. They just don't work. And I thought, no, what am I going to do now? And I thought, right, don't panic. Just decide where you're going to do it, where he's got to be. Don't bother trying to organise a date with him. Just do it wherever he's got to be. And I thought, right, he's got to be at Revival. We'll get him at Revival because it's more relaxed and, mm. you know. So I'd got this still vision of him sitting with knife and fork in hand, you know, upright on the on the table with the pizza and the pint of Lambrusco. And I we did a bit of research and we knew at Revival he he raced with Craig Davis sub zero who is brilliant mm. and I didn't I I don't know why I didn't get in contact with Craig before Revival anyway I met him at the cricket match on the Thursday evening cricket match before Revival and said to him Craig I've got this yeah absolutely no problem because Craig has the most beautiful car transporter, yes. um, an old um, coach, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Tran um, That's right, yeah. Converted coach. And I said, is there any chance I can use? Yes, that's absolutely fine. Oh, yeah, that would be brilliant. And I've got a little vintage table in there and everything because there's, there's two seats still in it. The yeah. car goes behind. And then there's just room for this little vintage table. And there's a picture of the Queen and everything. I mean, it's brilliant. <laughs> And he said, yeah, yeah, that would be, be absolutely fantastic. And I, and I said, and I've got a pizza and I've got the Lambresco. And he said, yes, and I can even cook the pizza for you because I've got a little mini oh, oven right. and everything. Craig was just brilliant. I said, the only issue is, Craig, I haven't actually told Jason. Don't worry about that. I'll make sure he's there. It's like, fantastic. That's <laughs> absolutely great. Um, and so... What was really lovely was we could set the light up in the transporter and lock the door and mm. just leave it and just wait for Jason when he was Perfect. when he was free, which was which was yeah. great. And Craig said, "No, I've told it. I've told him he's got to come and do it after he's done his practice <laughs> practice thing." He said, "Go to Park Fermé, grab him, and and go and do it." So I went to Park Fermé, and Jason's like, "Right, yeah, are we are we right then? Are we going to do this?" And I'm going. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I said, so grateful, so yeah. thankful to you to do to doing this. No, no, no. He said, I completely get it that those pictures just didn't work, mm. and this is going to be great. Perfect. And he said, well, he was in his his sub zero race suit. Yeah. So we'll do this, and then I'll go and put my tweeds on, and then and then I'll come come back and we'll do that version as well. So we go to the transporter, and he gets in, and then he goes. Oh no, it's 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 Lambrusco Rose. I'd got Bianca, and it's like, uh, oh no, Craig to the rescue goes off, gets some blackcurrant juice, pours <laughs> it in the thing, makes makes Lambrusco Rose absolutely brilliant. Perfect. Um, and we we do the shot, and it's exactly what I wanted. Mm. And he's great because he's got his black cap on, hasn't he? Yeah. And and yeah. it just works perfectly. Yeah. And I said to him, do you know what? We don't even need to do the second version because that is absolutely... He said, yeah, that is absolutely it, isn't it? Perfect. Brilliant. And what sort of time span were you looking at? The, from the minute you pulled him at Park Ferme, sat him down in the chair, I guess you had to swap the wine. Yeah. Was it a, quite a quick turnaround? Then he was off to do his thing again. Yeah, it wasn't... We didn't... It wasn't too long. It was about 10, 
10, 15 minutes or something. But it's a pretty simple shot. I mean, you've not got to do much and there's no... You don't really need to do variations too much. It's just making sure he's sitting up and um, and looking, you know, sort of like Jason. Yeah. uh, Which is and he's he's great at having his picture taken. Yeah, he is, isn't he? So, you know, that was that was done. But what was really lovely was his understanding. Mm. Yes, that I wasn't happy. With what we'd done, and and Craig was brilliant he was so helpful (laughs) you know and stuff and and also you know I said to him I'm so sorry because obviously I completely wasted your time when we came to you no no absolutely fine Mm. absolutely fine he was brilliant so yeah and I I really loved that shot a because of that yeah and b because it in the end, it just worked perfectly. Yeah, it's exactly what. And Jason absolutely loves it, which is even better. Yeah, and um, he his went up at Silverstone as an A1 print. Everybody was A2, but his went up as one of the one the bigger ones. Great. And he came to the and he said, "Can I have one of those, please?" Because I gave oh, all the drivers little yeah. A4 prints, and he's got a little A4 print. He said, "Can I have a big one, please?" So I gave I. <laughs> I did a big one for him, which I gave to him at, um, I think it was members. Uh, and members meeting, it was blowing a hoolie, mm. but he insisted getting it out of the tube in in the paddock. And I'm thinking, oh, God, the wind's it blowing and it's an A1. It's yeah, an A1 yeah. picture, but we managed to get it out. And he was going, oh, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. I'm thinking, yeah, roll it back up again quickly <laughs> before the wind gets yeah, it and, yeah. and what have you, which yeah. is really lovely. So, wow. um, but yeah, it's... Uh, that was a that was a good a good outcome in yeah, the end. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've mentioned a couple of times in in this chat and and also in our last conversation that we had that a lot of the work that you do builds up to a certain project or a, an exhibition, and we you hinted in our last chat that you're building up to a book launch as well, which is very exciting, which yes. is going to coincide with the Festival of Speed, which yes. of course, you know, what better location exactly. and better event yes, to launch exactly. a book? So tell us about that book. What can people expect to see in that? Well, it's obviously all the portraits that I've done so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've put everybody in alphabetical order. Great. So there's no, no hierarchy. Sort of, yes, exactly. So the easiest way to sort it is to do alphabetical order. And um, so all the pictures will be in it. Um, we're just still trying to decide because some of the stories, are the sort of, things that I found, you know, fascinating, um, how drivers got into motorsport and what have you. But it's it's just trying to decide on the layout mm. how we do that because I don't because it's a it's a photography project as opposed to a motorsport project. Mm. So the pictures are the the main sure. thing. So I don't want loads and loads of writing yeah. on the page. So no. we're just trying to work out how, if we put some of the stories in, how we do it, whether we do it, mm. um, you know, at the back sort of thing where you can just read the stories or amalgamate them mm-hmm. so that, yeah. you know, yeah, we you just pick a few. Yeah, you don't want it to look like a magazine, do you? Yeah. You want it to be... Exactly. And we don't, obviously we don't, we can't put all the stories in because the book would weigh a ton (laughs) and nobody able to pick it up. Yeah, it'd be in six volumes or something. (laughs) But um, so it's just kind of working that out. Mm. And um, 
just trying to decide what we actually put in it. Yeah, um, of and some of the captions have reference to some of the stories and things like that. So we can do a bit of bit of that as well. So um, so I'm not quite sure, really, <laughs> but you'll get something <laughs> and hopefully you'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Well, I mean, so, I think we're, we're recording this in December and I mean, it's it, it's one of those things, isn't it? You blink and six months go past. Yeah. So oh, tell me about it. Long. No, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be fine. I'm you'll really be fine. fine. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Thanks, John. <laughs> so once but, that, um, um, yeah, that that's obviously a huge project and I'm, I'm personally can't wait to see it we'll yeah. obviously be there at the at the festival we'll be attending and, and walking around no doubt with a collection of microphones talking to various drivers and it'd be great to come and see it there yeah. in, in its physical mm. form yeah. no, but people attending the event so anyone that's going to the festival of speed will they have the option the, the ability to take a book away um hopefully yes wow. yes yeah. obviously we'll have to do um online orders as well because sure. i don't know what the print runs go to no, of course. Yeah. So, um, so hopefully there will be there will be um, physical books to take yeah. away. Yeah. But and obviously some people won't want to lug it around no, with course. them either. Yeah. So yeah. they might want to just order online and have it delivered. So mm. there'll certainly be that that facility yeah. and stuff. So, um, but but yes, it's all sort of um, well. We we're we'll just have to see how it goes before mm. before we get there because um i need to can i say um yeah anybody who would like to sponsor me mm. for that particular event please get in touch Perfect. um so that's for to have an exhibition with the mm -hmm. with the book at mm -hmm. goodwood which would be fantastic because <clears throat> as as i say festival was where it all started yeah and that has always been my aim it would be fantastic to have an exhibition at festival of speed because it's the project is kind of almost festival of speed because yeah. most of the drivers that are in it have have been to festival and yeah. that's where i managed to nab them yeah. with my little crib sheet of <laughs> headshots because I didn't know who anybody was <laughs> and things like that. So, um, yeah, that would be that would be fantastic. So there were, um, if there's information on the on the website, um, gbrd.photos. Um, yeah. And there's and and you can also, as I managed to squeeze in on the last podcast, you can register your uh, pre-order for the book. Brilliant. there as well yeah so. which is definitely worth doing obviously yes. everyone absolutely yes head definitely straight yes. into the website <laughs> yes. and we will of course include in the caption below wherever you're listening whichever platform you'll have in the description there all the links through to the website so you can see that and and make sure you're registered signed up to get That'd that be book brilliant yes it'll be great yes. yeah yeah so all rush out and buy it go 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 yeah <laughs> go pre-order now i was going yeah. to say rush out and buy it for christmas but it won't be printed by no, the no, time that's fine. next yeah. christmas yeah, yeah. Next christmas. yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring it forward yeah <laughs> 2023 <laughs> yeah. i think we have got a printer somewhere in the office maybe yeah. Yeah. i'm sure the quality <laughs> will be time. quite yeah. spot on but uh, maybe a good old-fashioned yeah, binder or crayons something. and yeah yeah, yeah. We, we can cobble something together <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
fascinating. Well, I know for a fact you know, we we are destined to keep bumping into each other. And as I say, we'll be mm. there at the festival. It'll be mm. great to see you. And no doubt we'll probably see you at the members meeting as well, running yes. around, yeah. snapping away. We'll be there yes. with big warm coats on trying, to, yes. oh, trying yes. to stay warm, depending on whether the weather is raining yes. or snowing or blowing a gale. Hopefully we'll it won't be snowing. No, hopefully not. Yeah. Hopefully that, not. Were you there at that members uh, meeting? Yeah. Yes. Oh, we've been there the ones where they, I think it was one of the first years that they started giving out hot water bottles yes. and yeah. uh, the fire pits. And it was yeah. at one point the circuit was closed because somebody decided to go around and scatter salt all over the circuit just before they were sending out Can-Am racing cars with really? aluminium yeah. suspension yeah. components. So, of course, all the car owners were going... We're not driving on that yeah. because you've just put salt down. Yeah. So at one point there was nothing happening on the <laughs> oh, circuit no. and it was like some sort of Soviet <laughs> film scene. We're looking around, people are huddled around these smoky log burning yeah. things with no action happening and it's yeah. all grey and it's yeah. snowing and... Yeah, no, what a what an event! I'm glad that Goodwood saw the uh, saw the light and decided well, we'll just push it back by four yes, weeks, and exactly. hopefully by then spring will have arrived. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, festival of speed. We should be uh, we should yeah. be yeah. nice, glorious sunshine. Hopefully, yes. It's sort of lovely when it's like that, though, isn't it? Yeah, it blue is. skies and oh, brilliant. Yeah. Super. So for anyone that's listening, yeah, as I said earlier, we've we've included a collection of photos, the ones that we've been talking about, that you'll be able to now go and see on our Instagram feed if you're listening to this in real time. Of course, that makes sense. If you're listening to us in 20 years from now, then you might have some scrolling to do, but <laughs> you will be able to find it. But no doubt, if you want to go and have a look at uh, Indra's work in more detail, greater detail, head on over to her website. As I say, we'll, keep, we'll include the links to the website in both the bio of where you're listening here as well as the social media feeds so you can go and see those and have a look through at the amazing catalogue. But of course, the great thing you're going to want to do is order that book and have that on your coffee table Yay! at home because that's, <laughs> that's what you want, isn't it? There's nothing, nothing better than having a physical printed book on your lap. Um, so yeah, we wish you all mm. the very best of luck, Indra. We think Thank it's you. I mean not I don't mm. think you necessarily need luck. You've certainly got the skill and you've got the reputation and the work you do is absolutely marvellous. So it's you're it's only gonna be destined for success. But um hopefully it's an easy journey and not too mm. not too many sleepless nights on the, the build up to print deadlines and things. It's yeah. uh, it should be good fun. I think I might have just had my oh, I think I might be a photographer now. There you go, <laughs> <Moment>. see. <laughs> There you are. If this podcast has served for one purpose and one purpose only, it's making you realise you're actually quite good at what you do. Our work here is done. Great great teamwork there, John. Absolutely. Take the rest of the day off, I think. Yeah, Yeah. we can go lie down. Well, it's Friday. It is Friday, absolutely right. Yeah, Yeah, got that Friday. And the sun is shining. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Well, Indra, thanks so much again for joining us. No, thank you. It's been great. Brilliant to you again. And uh, yeah, as you say, we'll see you again soon, no doubt. And yes. probably have a little portable microphone in, in my hand and yep. hopefully be talking to you perhaps whilst we're looking at a book as well. Yes, well, yeah, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Then I really would be a photographer, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Super. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. Ta-da! <laughs> that was great. I really, really mm. enjoyed that conversation with Indra. She is fascinating, as is her husband, Paul. Yeah. Um, they both have had such an amazing career, and I love the fact that she's not an out-and-out motorsport fanatic. She's mm. just somebody that is very good at her job and is just a lovely person, as you would have heard, and has been able to create these amazing images, which you can now go and see both on the website and in the not-too-distant future in her book. Would you like her to photograph you, John? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say I uh, feel a desire to be photographed. <laughs> um, I would oblige. Yep. But, um, and what would the setup be? 
do you think? Um, that is a good question. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm not important enough to get photographed. Yeah, I'll I think. Just, yeah, I'll, you know, that'd be good. Me doing do the washing up. That'd be it. Probably could make quite a good pick. What, just me washing up? Yeah. Okay. Plenty of things have happened. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to see a photograph of me doing the washing up, then um, send us an email, podcast yeah. at drivenchat.com with the subject line, I'd like to see John doing the washing up. Uh, for now, I guess I will round up. You can tell it's coming to the end of the year, can't you? Yeah. We're just getting a bit doolally. Uh, but here's what I'm going to tell you, because we like to paint a picture of what's coming in the future. Uh, there will be a roundup episode to this year, which we will include, and um, perhaps maybe even get all the voices in the same room. That could be fun. Uh, but we have got some quite big, exciting plans and aspirations for 2023. So what I'll be saying now is if you are enjoying the content that you're listening to so far, then you are probably going to be excited to learn that we're going to be doing more of the same on a slightly grander scale. But also we are quite possibly going to be adding to our portfolio of podcasts. And if, for example, you are a fan of football or to our American listeners, soccer. I was about to do an American accent then as well. <laughs> no, nope, do do that. Yeah. yeah no. If there's one thing I've learned, it's that uh, people with regional accents love when the Brits try to copy their accents. So uh, yeah. no, no, avoid that. Uh, yeah. But um, uh, perhaps no secret, I've made it very clear on this podcast, I am not a football person. Really aren't. Mm, no. I mean, the World Cup in you is just like, what? Couldn't. World what? Well, Cup if who? Gardner's World's on, or the World Cup, I'm watching Gardner's World. Yeah, yeah, tumbleweed. Honestly. Just uh, it doesn't excite me. However, we have got access to people mm. that it does excite, and little glimpse into the future here. We will, under our big production arm, Paramex Digital, we will be launching a football-focused podcast in the new year. That's all we're going to tell you for now. Yep. Because if we tell you the name, some nasty person will go out and register it before we've had an opportunity to see <laughs> we which we haven't let that so we're not doing that <laughs> no. um, but yes there's going to be more to come including a a new podcast uh, so keep your ears out for that keep listening to this and obviously once we launch it we'll let you know we won't focus on it too much because of mm. course it's very different to cars but it's uh, it adding to that sort of factory and the one person in this room with a microphone in front of her face that does know about football is Rachel Downey so thankfully I'll be handing over the leading race to Rachel <laughs> on that one and letting you crack on there yeah thanks John you're very welcome <laughs> uh, for now I will say thank you so much for listening to this episode don't forget as I always like to remind you you can go and see everything that we do in all creative forms in photographs in written words in videos in podcasts in you name it it's all on our website drivenchat.com you have the facility there also to get in touch with us you can do that on our contact page there's a little form that you fill out and that pings a message right through to my mobile phone which I every time I remind people of this, I end up getting a little flurry of notes over the next week or two from people <laughs> that send some things very insightful, enjoyable, and other things complete nonsense. And yeah. I love it all. So I if do you, the nonsense. <laughs> if you want to uh, bombard my phone with nonsense, then head to drivenchat.com forward slash contact, I think. But, you know, you hit the homepage, you'll see the contact thing on the top. Uh, you can fill out one of those forms. If you want to contact the show in, for any other reason, with a, perhaps a slightly longer form, email or some photographs or attachments for anything else you can do so via email podcast at drivenchat.com that's podcast at drivenchat.com if you want to follow us on the socials you can do that at drivenchat if you want to follow rachel on instagram she's at rachel downey tv 
That's right. Hey. That's right. I don't know what accent that was. That's right. Um, <laughs> neither do I, but they're offended. <laughs> and um, if you want to follow me, I don't know why you would, but you can. John Markar is my handle on all the platforms. And uh, YouTube. I always like talking about YouTube because we're starting to make more videos. And um, yes, we've, we've got a bit more time to spend on videos since we've finished our stint on the radio mm. um which is great because it means that we are starting to get some really cool cars being delivered audi r8 performance edition rear wheel drive i've got that completely the wrong way around but you get the message as well as an audi e-tron as well as a mini cooper john cooper works as well as a mini e um, i've recently been racing around a rally circuit in wales in a bowler land rover defender um, there is so much coming for you to enjoy so make sure you are subscribed mm. head on over to youtube search for driven chat hit the subscribe button hit the little bell so you get notified when we upload something and enjoy fill your boots with free content boom that was all i could say at the end of that thanks anytime can you believe this is free no i can't get my head around this. i can't this it's dear incredible. listener you're listening to this for free don't tell everyone it's a free app you're listening to on your phone or on your computer free no money no cost no cost option nada nada not a sausage <laughs> all of this is free and if you perhaps are thinking do you know what bloody hell john you're right this has cost me nothing and it's great head on over to the apple podcast app hit the review bit yeah give us five stars and write some lovely words in there so that other people can see it. And perhaps, perhaps you're feeling especially generous and you're thinking, do you know what? It's coming up to Christmas. I, I, feel, I feel like giving. As long as it doesn't cost me anything, I feel like giving. Uh, then why not suggest this podcast to a few friends? And of course, look at the back catalogue. Look at all the people that we've spoken to in the past two and a bit years that we've been doing this. Because chances are there'll be somebody that we have interviewed. It might be myself. It might be Rachel. It might be Amy. It might be Andy. There'll be somebody that's been interviewed at some point that will make you go, oh, I know so-and-so that will like that. So send it to them. The more listeners we get, the better it gets for us means the more recordings we can do, the more videos we can make, the more fun we can have, the more content you can enjoy. Simple Everyone's happy. Everybody's happy. Yeah, done. Especially me. Yeah, yeah. we all like that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, if you made it this far to the podcast, well done. You're in an elite group you of are. special people who are my favourite people. Medals in the post. Absolutely. <laughs> Send a stamped address envelope. No, yes. don't, 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 don't. There are no medals. Maybe a hat. Yeah. Uh, right. Good. That's us for another week, Rach. Don't know who's coming up next week. Just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Don't know who's coming next. We've, we've got about eight in the in the stock room of podcasts at the moment. So yeah. uh, enjoy next week's podcast. Yeah. It might feature me. It might feature Rach. It might feature Amy. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It'll be great though. Yeah. Brilliant. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. Last and final word from Rachel Downey. And that is. Thanks. It's been oh. emotional. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. shopify.com slash work.